0: Hey, so good evening everybody, uh, this is John Newcomb, it's Tuesday, 10th of July, I'm here in Mexico City, it's uh, been a very, very interesting return to uh, to Mexico, it's uh, just amazing, uh, the positive uh, feeling and positive vibes that I'm getting from... Uh, Uh, developers, from uh, uh, my staff, from uh, general, you know, friends, colleagues, and most people I talk to. um, A very interesting uh, uh, perception given that just a few weeks ago, you know, we were in the midst of the uh, election process and uh, the sort of hate mongrels that were talking about how the world would Come apart, Mexico would just fall apart if Manuel Lopez Obrador won the, uh, the election. Uh, not only did he win, like I mentioned before, but via a landslide, but, um, there seems to be a general calm and acceptance and actually very goodwill from, uh, from everybody. A general consensus in the sense that, uh, things will be actually very positive, uh, that, uh, uh, you know he 's not going to be as disruptive, and quite the contrary he'll be disruptive when he needs to be very interesting because <laughs> if that were to happen, we would then be we would be talking about uh, a complete unexpected uh, turn of uh, of events Now, many people say that uh, Lopez Obrador and his uh, I would say people that are surrounding him, his uh, counselors, uh, people that he's named uh, who will be in cabinet positions, um, those who he's putting in uh, for the transition team. All of these are uh, very well-versed and experienced um, uh, lawmakers, uh, lawyers, lawyers. And people with lots and lots of experience not all of it uh positive uh some of them are uh, people who were tainted in in previous administrations does that mean that there's enough control to uh, over them to keep them from kind of reverting to their old uh, ways uh, is there enough uh Control by Manuel Lopez uh, and Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador to uh, to control their their ways is going to be really really hard because a lot of people are saying it's kind of going back to the PRI, which was the governing party for like seventy years uh, before uh, Fox won the presidency. Um, that was what about uh, eighteen years ago, and uh, in that time. Um, we then had uh, Felipe Calderon, and then we had um, uh, Enrique Peña Nieto as presidents, with the PRI come, kind of coming back into power with Enrique Peña Nieto. Now, a lot of the cabinet members in Lopez Obrador's uh, uh, cabinet uh, and his advisors are old PRI folks. So it's sort of like going back to the um, PRI of the 80s, a lot of people are saying and uh, they may actually have an argument uh, with that. Will he be able to really stop corruption, as he said? You know, I think, personally, that corruption is a question of values. Uh, uh, People having values, or people with values, are not corrupt. Um, It becomes pervasive when you start seeing people without any values taking advantage of the system, and uh, that's what's happened uh, many, many times in Mexico. So governing uh, government programs that are meant to help the poor, you know, uh, quite the contrary, end up uh, serving the interests of those who are managing those monies. Uh, will he be able to control that? Hmm, we'll have to see. But here we are uh, a week and two days into uh, this transition period. The peso has gained value against the dollar. Uh, I signed a contract uh, today at an exchange rate that uh, just uh, a week and a half ago, I would not have expected that uh, it would be less. <laughs> I should have signed a contract before, <laughs> okay, is what I'm basically saying, uh, in pesos. But I was afraid, I was really afraid that we would have um, uh, a lot of negative effect, and that the peso-dollar exchange rate would skyrocket, at least temporarily. Well, that has not happened. Uh, The stock market has done very well. Uh, The general consensus in business people is that they're going to continue to invest and invest heavily. The amount of uh, money that came in to the country from foreign investment just last week has raised the coffers um, at the treasury here in Mexico to a record uh, level. So, uh, wow, completely unexpected and also very positive. Now, um, kind of on a side note, and it's kind of related a little bit, so it's going to sound a little funny, but I, I feel that... Uh, uh, since nothing's going to change and it's going to be all wonderful and everything will be well here in Mexico, that uh, there, with this rhetoric that was expected, um, I think that uh, with everything that Trump is doing now as he heads out to Europe and he's just basically lambasting everybody, um, which is terrible. Um, the stock market here, the exchange rate, frankly, doesn't really care anymore of anything that Trump says, okay? It just doesn't mean anything anymore. Sort of like they don't believe it, okay? And he's starting his trade war with China, and uh, so he's kind of concentrated on that. He's pissing off the uh, European Union. He's um, incapable of dealing with the uh, disorder of having separated children from their parents at the border he's uh so he 's not paying attention to any of this other stuff that 's going on, so frankly, frankly, even if he were to tweet something about oh, i 'm going to build a wall, nothing would change, nothing will happen well people aren 't afraid of him anymore and uh i think I think that 's also related to the fact that going back to López Obrador being elected, he's sort of like the perfect counterperson. You know, he's pragmatic enough. He's taking a very distinctive, sort of uh, 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 calm demeanor about him. He's like, uh, eh, we're going we're gonna to have a great relationship with the United States here in Mexico because we they need us and we need them. We need each other. We've needed each other. For decades and uh, there's no reason to change that now especially as Trump goes and pisses off the rest of the world it's going to depend a lot more on Mexico and also Latin America so uh, can that be good news maybe again the pragmatic Andres Manuel Lopez or calling the shots here um, he may be on to something so uh, Pompeo is here uh, At the end of this week, he's having meetings with the transition team. He won't be meeting with the present uh, government, which is also a message. Um, And maybe, maybe just predict here that a new uh, NAFTA agreement maybe gets signed when uh, Lopez Obrador takes uh, possession and becomes president officially of Mexico And uh, he's inviting Donald Trump. And he's inviting the Prime Minister of Canada. And then with him here, and maybe, maybe, they'll just sign a new agreement uh, at that point. That'd be a nice crystal ball. Let's see if I'm correct. In the meantime, um, tomorrow I'll do another another podcast. Uh, My theme tomorrow will probably be more on the... uh, uh, master planning efforts and the type of projects that were that were seen uh, being developed here in Mexico uh, and in Latin America and uh, uh, why uh, there 's an interest in uh, well planned um, uh, communities that involve um, not just responding to a market study but but also uh, creating a market where one doesn't exist. So tomorrow we'll get off the politics game. We'll go more into the development game. We'll talk a little more about that, and we'll just carry on. We'll let politics be a take a back seat right now. Hey, I'm really glad to be able to say that. Uh, just uh, a week and two days. After the election here in Mexico. You all take care. It was a real pleasure. Look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. Bye bye.